what does my logo mean? I had a real disturbing interaction on my YouTube channel recently um, because I sell hats. I sell baseball caps with the Zodiac signs on them, the Zodiac glyphs, the traditional Zodiac glyphs. You guys know them. I use them in all of my thumbnails and, and they're they're traditional. They're, they've been around for thousands of years. But what I did was in my own artistic style, I redesigned them and I applied my logos full spectrum to them. And somebody said to me, oh, I would buy a hat if it wasn't in the full spectrum. And so I wonder to myself, why? Now, I've been thinking of also creating hats that are just black and white as well. And it'd be interesting to see how many more people are interested in just simply black and white. Because this touches upon the meaning behind why I chose the color scheme and symbology for my logo. And my logo is a full spectrum B with a, an italicized smaller B in the bottom half of it. I realized as I was growing up that I was quote unquote born without boundaries and born without boundaries is a state that all children are born into. It is when we become adults that we learn how to set our own boundaries and being born without boundaries is not a good thing. It's a childish thing. It's an immature thing. It means that we're not in control of our environment or ourselves. And if you see children, you see that children are only capable of seeing in black and white or seeing the world in, in black and white, in a black and white way. And it's immaturity. I think that's, that's the cornerstone of immaturity is seeing the world in a black and white way. Even children like infants. I remember there it used to be a big thing when I was growing up in the 80s that there was these little mobiles that people would create for children that would spin above their heads. Children as an infants. Because babies, babies, like infant babies, only see in black and white. That's all they see in. Um, and then, then their ability to see color starts to come in in varying degrees. So it is, in children's literature, you see that there is right and wrong. There is very clearly defined understanding of what right and wrong is. It's black and white. Children live in a black and white world, which is why I always think it's so ironic that more colors are applied to children's clothes and to children's things. You see a rainbow, like Rainbow Bright I grew up with. I loved it. My Little Pony. I loved it, dude. Lisa Frank. Hello. Holla if Lisa Frank was all over your trapper keepers. I mean, it's the colors are constantly associated with children, but this is also, I think, the convolution of childhood and adult that we live in today. We apply very adult concepts like full spectrum, seeing the world in a full spectrum, seeing the world in a wise way. We apply all that to children. When children are only capable of seeing the world in black and white because they don't have the brain or the experience in their brains to be able to see the different facets and nuances and details in between. And so they are not born with, they're, they're not 
they're not born with their own boundaries. They're not born with the ability to even lift their head if you really want to get right down into it. When children are infants, you have to be everything for them, right? They can't even walk. And so it's going through childhood that you learn to create boundaries. And it's then that you assert your own personality and create your own ego. And that's when you actually become more colorful, not less colorful. And so my logo is all about maturity and maturation. It is all about being born in a very black and white world without being able to see the differences in between and appreciate them and enjoy them and express yourself openly. It's a very immature world that is a black and white world. And we live in, and I think we have to like open this up a little bit to a political conversation or at least a social, a social conversation to realize that we live in a very black and white world. Our society is very fucking black and white. And that should tell us not about prejudice, not about racism, not about sexism. We live in an immature society. We live in a very childish society. And that is not good because children don't have boundaries. And that's where you see the sloppiness that is exposed through social media. This concept that if you want your privacy, you're ashamed of who you are. This concept that if you don't throw everything out there for everybody to know, and basically verbal diarrhea all over people, that you're ashamed of who you are, and you're not open to who other people are, which is bullshit. It just simply means that you're an adult who has boundaries, and you're only willing to allow conversations to go so far, or share so much about who you are, because that's about maturity and having standards, right? But we've lost that concept. And I don't think social media creates the problem. I think it exposes the problem. So you see this sloppiness of people that have no fucking boundaries with what they say, with who they say it to, with how they talk, with what they talk about. No boundaries at all because they're childish. Because an adult doesn't need established rules, laws, regulations from their society to govern them. An adult can govern themselves because they have self-discipline and because adults have boundaries. They've built them. You're born without boundaries because you have to build them and it is a testament to your individuality. In fact, it exposes your individuality by watching the by, by watching what you create and what boundaries you create and how you build your boundaries and what boundaries you establish. That is you are being the architect of your own self, of your own personality. And that's what adults are. Adults are the architect of their own personality. They know the whole blueprint of it because they've designed it. Adults are the conductor to their own harmony of vibrations. You know, I, as a spiritual person, I hate this conversation of low vibrations, high vibrations. Oh, you're, you're low vibe, you're high vibe. You should be harmonized vibe because we're all a bundle of low and high frequencies. That's what we are. You know, our blood probably has a different frequency than our skin, than our liver, than our eyes, than our hair. You know what I'm saying? We're, we are all a, a, a chorus or an orchestra of different vibrations. And adults are the conductor 
of their vibrations, like a like a master conductor conducts the orchestra. They knew they know exactly what intru- instruments to play loud sometimes, when to decrease the volume, who to tell to play staccato. That is an adult. An adult is the master of their internal vibrations. That's what an adult is. Children are dissonance. They don't understand who the fuck they are, what should be played when, or that yes. In fact, sometimes they're going to be the trumpet and sometimes they're going to be the bass drum. And this is all part of their truth and part of their reality. And it all belongs in different aspects applied to different situations in their life. That Now you see a society where you've got to be this. You've got to be this. This is why there's this horrible, I think, absolute hypocrisy in society that says we want things to be more free but we can't stop applying labels to people. We want people to be more accepting, but the first thing we do is invent a new word to describe them instead of just human, right? And so I personally myself reject the concept of cisgender. That's a label that I think is absolutely unnecessary. I don't even honestly think the label of trans is necessary because it's such a natural part of the human existence, the human condition. I don't think that personally male, female is a label. I think it's biological reality and that our biological reality, whether we're trans or whether we're not, or whether, you know, we're whatever our, our sexual, um, you know, orientation is, I don't, I don't think that male, female restricts any of that. I think, I think it informs all of those things, right? If you're a woman who is sexually attracted to other women, 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 your, your femaleness informs that. If you're a trans man, your femaleness informs that. If you're a trans woman, the concept of what, how femaleness impacts society and its contribution to society is is impacting you. It's influencing you. So I don't think male, female are restrictions at all. I think they're just components in our orchestra of sorts and, and how you play them and how you conduct them and how you make them sing or where you use them is, is, is you as the conductor. It's your choice as the conductor, but it is part of just our kind of reality. And of course, as a spiritualist, I don't think that reality is the only thing that exists. I think reality is defined by our five senses and what is measurable and quantifiable by our five senses, height, length, width, and maybe time. That's what defines reality, but it's reality doesn't define all of truth. There are elements that are truth, that are existence beyond reality. And as a spiritual, as a spiritualist, I know this. And I think as spiritual creatures, we know that our bodies do define what is real, but there's an element of not real to us. And by not real, I don't mean fantasy or that it doesn't exist or that it's a level of, you know, dementia or psychosis to access it. No, I just think it's those aspects of ourselves that are not quantifiable or measurable by height, length, width, and our five senses. Like that's what it is. Now, I could never, to bring it back home to my original conversation, have this conversation with a child because they're nowhere near sophisticated enough to be able to understand what the fuck I'm talking about. And you know what? They shouldn't be. 
the problem is we are putting tremendous amounts of pressure on our children because we've so convoluted the concept of child and adult that we treat children like they're adults. And it's bad for them because they don't have the boundaries which are those internal structures, right? Internal structures for self-definition. They don't have those. So it's like legitimately throwing 100-pound weights on top of an infant that can't even walk yet. I mean, picture that for a second. Just take a second and picture what the, the image I just described to you. I'm going to take a 100-pound weight and I'm going to throw it on an infant. What happens to the infant? It's, it's a bloody mess, right? You're going to destroy that child's life because you've tried to put too much weight on them. And what we're doing with all of this hypersexualization and, you know, all these, these conversations, all these things that we just, we invite children right into and we put them on pedestals. We have to, you have to put a child on pedestal for a child to be in an adult conversation, because if you don't put them on a pedestal, you'd see very clearly they didn't belong there because their heads don't reach the top of the podium right children aren't prepared to be in the conversations that we have them in because they haven't gotten time to establish their boundaries but we keep throwing all this hyper sexualized crap and all this hyper hyper emotional crap on them and they're not strong enough for it. they don't have the ability to handle it children are not fucking adults and now we have a a really scary situation where I think that many chronological adults are still children because they have had too much thrown on them and they have never been able to establish boundaries inside themselves. They actually see adults as the enemies and they see boundaries as restrictions and, and um, um, uh, punishments, which a child would see right? It's that perpetual child. Mom, don't tell me what to do. Mom has to tell you what to do because you aren't actually capable of making good decisions by yourself when you're a child. And yes, a 16 year old is still a child and an 18 year old is not a child, but they are a young adult, which means they're just trying out the boundaries that they think they've built, but there's still a lot of adjustments that they got to do to them to make them strong. And the level of pressure we put on young people that don't have established boundaries is making them sick. And I don't think it's just social media. I don't, you know, I, I have to go back to the, the reality that um, Columbine High School shootings happened in 1999. There was no social media in 1999. Google didn't debut its beta until 1998. Social media didn't start till almost 10 years later. Like there wasn't social media there. There wasn't even search engines. So something had to be going on to create that kind of implosion in somebody that young. And I gotta tell you my theory, and I'll go more in depth into it, but my theory, 1970s, 1980s, latchkey kids, two parents, both of them started working. They started to leave their kids by themselves unprotected. And that is childhood trauma. That is childhood trauma. And that keeps you in a state of perpetual childhood because you can't become a secure adult if you don't have adults around you giving you that protection to form and develop correctly. And it will traumatize anybody to be left at home with too much weight on their shoulders. Now, I know that everybody isn't going to be affected at the level of Columbine was, right? 
like not everybody's taking a, a guns into their schools and shooting up their peers but you do have to acknowledge the fact that a hell of a lot more of that is happening over the past 40 years than ever happened maybe ever and when something like that happens what caused it right the fact that children were growing up without parents and now what happens adults become the number one enemy of course adults become the number one enemy because adults are the number one enemy. When you're a little kid and your mom and dad aren't around, listen, most of us don't live amongst real predators, like apex predators, like lions and bears and shit. Like we're, we're not going to get ripped apart by, you know, um, a kimono dragon or whatever, you know, like we're not, we don't, we don't live around apex predators. So what is an apex predator for an unwatched child? Another adult. So, of course, we have a whole generation of people that don't trust adults, don't trust adulthood, and could never actually have reached their adulthood in a healthy manner. And these are the people that are unfortunately making decisions. And you see their decision-making process. You see that their decision-making process is 150,000% childish. Immediately they take things to the extreme. They can't have an articulate conversation with somebody with different points of views of them. And everything has to be their way or no way. You could hear the tantrum happening in their arguments. And these people are the people who are in Congress now making our laws, making our rules, making our regulations. And then you have people that are just exploiting the shit out of this extremism because it's real easy to sell something to a child. And so we haven't addressed this overwhelming social issue because it's so easy to sell something to somebody who is that volatile and incapable of seeing details. Because the last thing you want when you're selling shit is to try to sell to somebody who's seeing details. Because somebody who's an adult who's capable of seeing details and the full spectrum, you're not gonna be able to push your shit on the way you are in immature mind that can only see in black and white. You can force them to miss a whole hell of a lot. And so it's a hell of a lot easier for you to sell shit. And it's also a whole hell of a lot easier for you to prey on the best sales strategy ever, which is fear. Fear sells more than sex ever will. I mean, I think in terms of advertising, fear sex and comedy humor are the three top selling kind of strategies but nothing comes close to fear if you can make somebody afraid you can sell them anything without question and you can even get deep enough into the society to make it a law that they have to be selling that they have to buy your product and they'll just turn the other head they'll be like yes I agree with you because they just don't want to be scared Adults don't react to fear the way children do. Children react to fear, I just don't want to be scared anymore. Adults react to fear like, why am I afraid? What's going on? Let me investigate this. But we have a society filled with chronologically adult children who don't have the maturity inside of them, the boundaries established inside of them because of predominantly being left alone too soon or having too much weight thrown on them too soon. And ironically, it was like children in factories that used to work in factories at five years old did not get exposed to as much crap. I mean, they got exposed to more physical crap, but they didn't get exposed to as much crap emotionally and mentally as kids these days do.
Isn't that crazy? I mean, I don't even know psychologically where that even comes from. But I think the, the breaking down of the family unit has everything to do with it because coming home at the end of the day knowing that nobody's going to be there, that you really can't rely on anybody but yourself, causes a primal trauma inside of a child human that we've actually known about for decades because there have been psychologists studying children in orphanages and children in foster care for decades and they know the trauma that it causes and what kind of adults they become and yet we have chosen as a society to put most of our children into the same conditions as children in foster homes and children in orphanages I mean, if you ever walk into a daycare, and I'm talking about well-run daycares that follow all the rules, you look into a daycare, it reminds you of an orphanage. You have multiple cribs in a room, and you have a couple of teachers, I think one teacher for every four cribs. Where's the FaceTime? Where's the FaceTime and the facial interaction those children need? You have a whole generation that was raised in daycare that did not get the FaceTime they need to understand basic human communication because basic human communication is not verbal it is gesticulation it's just gesticulatory it is non-verbal communication but children who do not get that interaction with adults are incapable of it and now that's why you have this heavily verbal society where if you don't give them a verbal cue or verbal consent they don't know how to process anything that's non-verbal and you're not going to see this happening to everybody, but you're going to see overwhelming numbers happen like the numbers go up. But we're not even doing these studies. And I'll tell you why. Because we like it the way it is. We like slavery. We like enslaving all of our adults to have to work full-time jobs. You know, So between two adults in a household, there's 80 to 90 hours of work being done every single week. Your employees, you're not even working on your own house. You're not even working on your own business. You're working to achieve somebody else's goals. And you're taking all that time away from your family to do it. And now both parents have to do it. This is the kind of society that we've checked off as a win. It's not a win. It's the biggest loss we've ever experienced financially and socially. And so... When I look at my logo and I see Born Without Boundaries, I see an acknowledgement of not only a healthy human, but an acknowledgement of the lack of health that has happened to so many humans and shit we're not even talking about. And so my response to that woman, I didn't, I didn't actually respond to her when she said, could I get a hat without the spectrum on it? Because by the way, I've actually also had a very ignorant comment on my TikTok profile. Why do you have all this LGBTQ stuff all over your profile? And the truth is this, it's not about the LGBTQ movement. And I'm very happy to be an ally to the LGBTQ community, but I'm not pandering to Pride Month. I created my logo because of what rainbows mean to me, which is what I've just in a long-winded form articulated to all of you, right? I didn't do it as an LGBTQ thing. Though I, I know that the rainbow flag is very important to them. That's why I made mine a spectrum. A spectrum, the colors run into each other. There's there's many different, there's all different colors in that spectrum. But the rainbow is different pieces. It's different parts and, and they have their own symbology to it. And 
my logo is what it is because I love it and because of what it means to me. But I've been insulted on TikTok for having it. Like, why do, why do you have all this LGBTQ stuff all over? And the short answer is, I don't. This isn't representative of the LGBTQ community. This is representative of all humans. And my logo in particular is representative of the real conflict we're in right now, which is the conflict with with between childhood immaturity and maturity and really not having any actual adults running our country or running our communities or guiding our families. We don't have them anymore. Even 40, 50 year olds do not have the adulthood in them because they have been incapacitated. They're not capable of actually creating boundaries inside themselves. And that's why they're agreeing to all these laws and rules and regulations being implemented outside because they need somebody. To, they're starving children. They're starving for somebody to solve the, the answers for them that they wouldn't need to have solved for them if they had were actual adults. Adults would never be afraid of these conversations that we're having now because adults are capable of having conversations and discourse and disagreements and debates. And so I think the real problem that's plaguing our society is not male versus female or gay versus straight or trans versus non-trans. It's adult versus child. And the fact that we have perpetual children, we are not actually growing up and maturing anymore. And that's why we've got this sloppy crap all over the internet. I mean, social media doesn't cause it. It exposes it. And we could be sharing recipes. We could be sharing... We could be sharing debates. We could be sharing so many adult things. We're not. We're sloppy as fuck. We're sharing our crap. We're not even ashamed anymore. We don't even have any kind of like filters anymore because we're children. We're perpetual children with no standards. And I'm talking about not even societal standards. Standards standards for ourselves. It's like, I don't want to flap my tits all over the place. I don't want to put myself up there in a picture in a bikini. You know, I don't want to shake my ass and show it to the world because I have standards, not because I'm ashamed of the way I look. So that's what my logo represents and why I was taken aback by why somebody was not really thrilled about the spectrum being on these hats that I sell because I think it's the most beautiful thing in the world, the most beautiful thing in the world to see the full spectrum and to even see that there's something beyond the full spectrum that we might not see that this is a really colorful world if we are mature enough to let it be. I love you guys. Please find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and email me at bornwithoutboundaries at gmail.com if you were inspired by this. Um, You can also find my videos on Reddit and definitely go to my shop, Born Without Boundaries, uh, www.bornwithoutboundariestarot.com. Uh, Click shop and uh, purchase those hats. Support the cause. I love you guys. Bye.